everybody, and welcome back to the Zap Yankee Podcast, Episode 9. You're listening to the voices of Nick Giamonti and... Richie Pagnato. What's up, everybody? How you doing? What is up, everybody? How's everyone doing today? What is up? Jim Rome in the house. What is up? That... Waza. Waza. Then you need to bring back those old Budweiser commercials. <laughs> anyway, how was your day today? Today was good. It was a good day. It's uh, oppressively hot out, but it's still a nice day. How about you? Looks like it's getting a little darker out it's there. It's supposed to rain in an hour. It's gonna rain, but we're inside, or are we? No, we're inside. We're inside. <laughs> All right. So a lot has been going on in the past couple of days. Honestly, ever since what? Since Sunday. Since opening Actually, day. yeah, since opening day, which has been it's Thursday. It's been crazy. There has been a lot going on. Uh, we wanted to you know, start off this episode with also saying thanks for you know tuning in every week at yeah. 10.30 every Wednesday. Listen to me and this guy here on YouTube and Spotify. You can listen to us on both platforms, uh, You know, depending if you're watching us or listening to us on the go. Also, yeah. check us out on our social media platforms yes, we're at all over. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Lizap on all of them. Stay updated on, you know, weekly and daily Yankee news. Yep, we're on top of it all the time. So, let's just, like, jump right into it. So, right now, the Yankees, the uh, the Phillies, the Marlins, the Orioles, like, it's, baseball is just a mess right now. So, for everybody who lives under a rock, since Sunday or Saturday, I think Sunday, yeah, since Sunday night, 17 players and coaches from the Miami Marlins have tested positive for coronavirus, causing a complete pause of baseball between Yankees and Phillies, who this week the Yankees were supposed to play this week. So, Yankees were supposed to go play the Phillies Monday night and Tuesday night, and unfortunately, because of this outbreak, they couldn't do it. And also tomorrow night at Yankee Stadium. Oh, okay. And yeah, it was it was a weird schedule where they played two games at. Um, Whatever the ball, yeah, in Philly, and then one game in Yankee Stadium. That's very strange. It, it's really weird. I don't know why they set up like that, but continue. Yeah, so um, the Yankees couldn't go and uh, play these past two days because the facilities were contaminated with germs, and nobody wanted to get sick, and it's just a mess. So, luckily, nobody on the Phillies tested positive, so they're ready to go and play whenever. The Mar- like I said, the Marlins have 17 players and coaches that have tested positive. Now, the MLB finally stepped in and they're like, okay, like we should get involved and do something and figure it out. And they've decided on the following. So, uh, let me recap. Yeah. Not to interrupt you, it was a four-game series, two at Philly Monday and Tuesday, and two games at Yankee Stadium Wednesday and Thursday. Two and two. Um, okay. Yeah, all four postponed. Okay. So, good to know. So, right now, because of this outbreak, the Marlins are off until Monday. The Phillies aren't playing until Friday. And now the Yankees and Orioles are going to start to play th- uh, Wednesday and Thursday night. So, for Yankee fans, I mean, that's great because you just get to know Labor Tours is going to just go nuts for two games, which is very good. But it's just, like it sucks that this had to happen three games into the season, and now we have to pause everything. It's, a, well, it's nonsense. Another pause, too, is now we don't have opening day at Yankee Stadium until Friday and Saturday. That's really annoying. Because we were supposed to get that... Tomorrow and Thursday, but that got moved to now at Cameron, Cam- Camden, Cameron Camden Yards. Yards. My apologies. So yeah, it still says to be determined, but that's just the time. 
why is Hap starting? That is a whole nother thing we can get into of who's starting. But yeah, like Richie was saying, this is just honestly huge because it, it's a big thing, you know, what's going on in the world right now. And a lot of people were skeptical going into the season in the first place. A lot of people opted out. A lot of people said they may or may not play. There's a lot of people wearing masks. Um, it's just it's just a difficult time right now. And there, there are just people saying, well, should they cancel the season now? Should they suspend no. it? Uh was this even worth it? And yes, it's still worth it. It's still a great time to have baseball and what's been going on in the world. It's a great time to just forget about all that and just watch some, you know, sports. And you know, there's have, there have been things said from Dr. Fossey and from also Commissioner uh, Rob Manfred saying, you know, Rob Manfred obviously has the ability to suspend the season if he wanted to, and it's not going to get to that point. If they both feel like it's not safe enough to play baseball, and Dr. Foss said, you know, he doesn't feel like baseball is in a dangerous position right now to suspend the season. It's just one team, you know, it's a test trial. If it happens again, I'm sure maybe we'll see some more serious uh, measures taken. Maybe they will consider suspending the season. But also Manfred was saying, if it gets to a point where multiple teams are in the same situation as the Marlins right now where there are, are multiple players or staff uh, that who are sick with the virus, then that's the point where maybe yeah. we suspend the season. And here's the thing. The only players and people that are testing positively this bad are the Marlins. There's a couple other random players throughout the league who have tested positive and they are being self-quarantined. They're away from the team. Everything's going fine. Uh, look at Aroldis Chapman. We haven't heard anything about him because he's not near the team. The only major player that's like having an issue right now is Juan Soto. He tested positive for the coronavirus when they started doing testing a few weeks ago. And since then, he's tested negative six separate times. And they still just, for some reason, aren't letting him play. So, the system is working. And that leads a lot of people to think, well, why aren't they playing in a bubble? Like, Why aren't they doing what basketball is doing? Why aren't they doing what soccer is doing? And it's, it's a lot more complicated. Like, you know... Soccer, you can find a stadium and you can go in there and you can play and you can rotate teams in and out and boom, it's done. It's an hour and a half game, boom, you're done. Basketball, they're doing the the ESPN, Disney Center, whatever it's called. They have multiple courts in there and you can rotate a few teams in. Plus, they shorten the number of teams that are going to be in there and the amount of games. They're going to go essentially a couple games and straight into playoffs. So that works a lot better because it's such... Small, it's the smaller teams to begin with. I mean, basketball, you have 12 players. Soccer, I don't know the exact amount, but it's less than 25, 20, uh, less than 30 plus coaches and staff. So, the bubble, it, I don't know if it would work. I think it, it could work. It's just a matter of where they're going to do it. I know Cuomo came out today and said, you know, oh, New York has the lowest infection rates <laughs> and is saying that. We should do the bubble here in New York. It's like, no, that's that's not going to happen. I just got that notification right yeah. now that Cuomo um, just said to all, uh, well, invites to all MLB teams that if you are having trouble in your cities, you're welcome to play at um, Yankee Stadium. How, how the hell are you going to play th- put 30 teams at one stadium? And that's the problem. Like so, it's well, like, I'm sure they would split it between Yankee Stadium and, and uh, almost like Yankee City Yankee Field. Stadium, City Field. You'd f- Long find Island Ducks play. maybe. Could use the Ducks. You can find any place you can. Minor league stadiums, if they're even open, considering all the minor leagues so got Cuomo, canceled for the season. Cuomo feels very strongly of how New York is is Cuomo's an idiot, but going. let's not get into that. <laughs> 
Um, it uh, it wouldn't work in New York. I don't think it would. It's he fine. Likes, it's fine how things are right now. He likes to boast that you know New York's got the lowest infection rate, but if you go look at numbers, I know. Well, this is now a month old. The numbers I was looking at it was a five percent increase between May and June, but that five percent was still, still thirty thousand, and only six other states were worse off. But we're not here to talk about politics. No politics, just baseball. But I don't think it would work here in New York. You'd have to find somewhere else. But who knows? I do think they really do need to consider the bubble and what they would do and where they would do it. But that should have been something they thought about the past four months. Not three, four, five games into the season. Like, oh, now, what do we do? How are we going to get through this? What are we going to do? Stupid. They're all idiots. The commissioner, the owner, they're all idiots. Idiots. They did kind of, of um, they kind they did kind of like a variation, a little bit of the bubble, because it's forty games in your own division and then twenty games. Yeah, that's how they bubbled you. You're playing yeah. forty games in your division and then the other twenty games in the opposite division, which is essentially for the, in the AL East, you're playing the NL East. In the yeah. AL West, you're playing the NL West. AL Central, playing the NL Central, and that's it. If they that's really wanted going. to bubble it, I mean, you would go. Just past, I think, the borders of um, between AL and NL, because then you would have to push ev- all, everyone on the northern East Coast together. Because you would have you would have Toronto, you would have Baltimore, you would have Yankees, Pirates, Phillies, Red Sox. It would be a totally different division. And they did mention that doing that that kind of. Uh, you remember a couple months ago when they were trying well, to figure out what they're seeing? Yeah, they were thinking about doing that, where the the Phillies and the Pirates were in the same. Division uh, as the Yankees and the Red Sox. It was it was something that I was very interested in. I thought that would have made a lot of sense. But it's too late. It's too late. The too season's late. already started. If this if the situation happens again, where another team comes out, say a week from now, all everyone on the Pirates gets a coronavirus, like majority, like twenty players, then I think they're going to seriously consider: is this season safe to go on with? They have to at that point. What I just don't understand is, you know, the players were out there saying, oh. We want to do everything to protect ourselves and fans and whoever else is around us. And honestly, I've only seen one person doing it, and that's Clinton Frazier, and he just got sent down to the minors. Didi yeah. Gregorius also wears a mask on the Phillies. Oh, good. And Francisco Lindor wears a mask on the good. Indians. So three three players out of the entire league. <laughs> if you're really going to keep the season going, I know it's annoying, but wear the face masks. You can mandate. You can not mandate. You can force mask now. In the league, if they want to take things serious, take a step. They don't want to keep having games get paused like this. They have to wear it because all you see are the managers wearing it. And I get the managers are typically older and they're more susceptible to the disease. But no, like no one else is wearing it. Like umps aren't wearing it unless they unless they are forced to. Like the uh, I think it was the Pirates game the other day. Yep, Pirates head coach the ump. They got into a screaming match and. Uh, pirates got ejected, and then as they're walking over, and they start talking and they go, and they put on their mask, and now it's like, hey, blah, 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 and they're talking. Still have to also maintain six feet of yeah. distance. So, I mean, I get it. It's ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. But at this point, if you want games to keep going on, just, just wear the mask. Wear the mask and be safe. Yeah, exactly. Even Martinez of um, uh, the Nationals manager, he was saying, he goes, he goes, I, I had a uh, 
like heart surgery last year. He goes, I don't really feel safe playing around the the Marlins right now. A yeah. lot of teams don't, and that's totally understandable. I mean, seventeen people—that's a lot. That is a full infield, plus bench and some pitching. I'm not saying like yeah. I don't know who on the team got sick, but I'm just using that yeah. as an example. That is a lot of players. This is literally your starting roster. That is that, that it has to be majority of their starting roster has to have COVID. Yeah, you can't tell me that. It's all bench players. It's all bullpen. No, that is majority of your starting roster. Because I don't think that they've made public who has it. They released some names. But they, don't, they don't have to. They, they really don't have to. But I don't know. It, it just It's a weird situation right now. I think this is just a test. If nobody on the Phillies has it besides one personnel in the ballpark, which I'm sure has been removed. Everyone has gotten a triple test again. This is, here's the thing, though. Everybody who's getting it, it's... They're taking care of it. The only place in all of the United States that still doesn't get it is Miami. It's Florida. They don't get it. And and listen, it I think the numbers in Florida are all skewed. They are. But they're all idiots in Florida. Oh, they all they all. I'm, I'm sorry if we're going to, you know. Sorry, people from Florida. Yeah, we're sorry, but it's, it's true. <laughs> it's true. They don't. They do what they want. They don't care. They were the last place to close down and the first place to reopen. And. Why did everything turn off? It didn't. Uh, my monitor just went to sleep. Oh, <laughs> sorry. sorry. We, I got we two got... computer monitors in front of me right now, and they both just shut off simultaneously. And my ADD kicked in, and I was <laughs> like, whoa. No, we're good. But they're the first place to open up again, and it wasn't safe to open up back then. And now, look at it. They're a mess. And I will say, it probably got there late. And, you know, that's why the numbers are going up so high now. But, you know, if you're a professional athlete, or whoever you are, you have to take the proper precautions. Not so much like, oh, they're mandating me to do this, and I don't want to do that. It's against my free will, my rights. Just shut up. Wear it. Make this go away already so people can go back to work, and we don't have to cancel sports. No. At this point, like I, I listen, I'm against push, most of Just it. push through the season at this yeah. point. Unless it gets very bad. And here's the thing, too. I'm not saying it's safe to get COVID now, because it's still not safe to get no. COVID. But... Thank God people who have been getting it in, in Major League right now, whether you're a player, your personnel, your um, whatever, your management or whoever, your coach, it's all asymptomatic. Nobody has been like yeah. hospitalized. Nobody has been getting severely sick. And honestly, at this point, it's probably mutated by now to where yeah. it's more of, look, we're not doctors. We don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know how diseases work. I am a but, doctor of law. Boom. Uh, <laughs> but... It just seems like it mutated to more of a kind of like a coldish type of disease. You know what I mean? Like that's, more of like a flu. And but look, I out. could be wrong. This they could just be healthier players just getting mild symptoms. But thank God, at least nobody's getting hospitalized. Nobody yeah. is is out for the, for a month or whatever. No one's dying in the hospital. Just thank God, everyone yeah. is being taken care of, and just you know. Whoever's listening, just stay safe out there regardless. Wear your mask. Even if you don't believe in it, just wear your mask. Be respectful towards others. Yep. Just let's get through this together. Let's just let everything next year come back to normal. Let's let yeah. baseball, football, basketball, everything, just life go back to normal. Just stay safe. Be careful. Open a couple beers and just watch a great game of baseball. Yeah, stay inside, watch, and be happy. So as you can probably tell by now, I just go on long-winded rants and I lose everything I'm talking about. So, that being said, let's go on to another rant. So, oh, uh, what were we talking about? 
You want to talk about the camera. cameras? Yeah. Yes. Interesting video so, surfaced. I don't know. It was last month or the month before. I'm going to have the video down Nicole, under us, too. Yeah. Between us, right here, you're going to yeah. see the video pop Nick up. Nick was up my ass saying, oh, no, dude, like, what's going to happen? There's this report that the Yankees stole signs back in 2017, 2018, and also a judge is ruling that they have to turn over the letter also that... 16. What? It was also in 16-2 with uh -oh. the uh, the Apple Watches. That stupid the Apple Watches. Yeah. But it's, uh, oh, like, he... Blah, blah, blah. He's going on and on saying the judge said they have to do this and somebody said it's going to be super damaging to their reputation. And I sat back and I said, Nick, shut up. It's nothing. There's no reason the judge could like force an out-of-party party to just turn over paperwork that is not uh, privy to them. So I'm, not, I'm still not that worried about it. But this morning, somebody tweeted out, um, we'll show the tweet with the video, I forgot the guy's name, tweeted out a video of an unnamed Yankee intern who was sitting in, it looked like, right field or center field with... I believe a, that was like a right center. All right, right center. You can't really sit in center field. as a monument park. Yeah. Who had this super fancy camera zoomed all the way in, and it looked like it was on the catcher and the batter. And you couldn't really see much else. Now everyone's speculating, oh, they were stealing signs, they're stealing signs. Look at this, why is it only the batter and why is that, why is this wire connected here? Oh, oh. And then Astros fans came out of the woodwork. They are loving this because they think Michael Schwab is the person who made the, the original post. So if you go and you look under the post and whatever, there's a picture of the camera and there's a picture of the HDMI slot and all the other slots on the side, which I don't know the names of. But it says, oh, it looks like something's plugged into here. And look, there's that wire, and it goes, does this. And oh, th that must mean that they're doing a live feed somewhere. Excuse the voice crack. <laughs> um, there must be a live feed that the Yankees are getting to see this. And going on and on and on and on and on. So Astros fans, like I said, are thrilled. Red Sox fans are through the roof. They love this. But let's be real. The Yankees weren't stealing signs. They didn't even do it in 2016. The Red Sox did. The whole Apple Watch thing was the Red Sox. The Yankees got in trouble because... They called the bullpen. No, the bullpen called yes. the coach and was like, was that a ball or a strike? And they said what it was, and then they got reprobated for it. It's like, okay... MLB sent them a letter saying stop it, and the yeah. Yankees stopped it. Because they didn't do anything. It was stupid. Like, why can't the bullpen call and say, oh, was that strike three, or what happened with that call? Like, what's going on? We can't tell from 400 feet away. So, whatever. So... A lot of people come out and they said that the, it's not illegal what the Yankees did back two, three years ago, whenever this video was, that it was most likely being done for research purposes, for analytical purposes, to, you know, find out, okay, what does this pitcher like to throw? How often do they throw it? And you are not you are allowed to do that. It was most likely scouting. There, there also, too, like, I, I do a, I, you know, I'm a filmmaker out, outside of this podcast, and I was just, you know... I was analyzing the video, and I've been I've been reading all the comments on that video and all these different people. First of all, so many different Astro uh, oh, Twitter pages so going many off, Astros. all wrong. First of all, so I don't know exactly what type of camera they use. I've never really seen it before. I think it could be like new for live broadcasting, but I'll also post the photo down here too. One of the Astro fan pages posted the side of the camera and. They're saying, like, look at this. Like, this is, like, where the HDMI is coming out, blah, blah, blah. This is the live feed. 
you go rewatch the video there's one wire going straight into that camera and that's it and that wire is in the position of the power supply so instead of using bad having to change batteries over and over again you just plug the power supply in you have endless battery for your camera that's the only cord that's going into the camera and you can if you look on the but I guess your left or right side of the screen where that guy's face is blurred out, you only see one wire going in, and that is the power supply. Now, the only thing that looks a little suspect as well as telling Richie is if you actually like pause the video and you look on the screen, it does look like there is a, a Yankee batter on the left side and, and a catcher, like more of his crotch position. It does look like that. Now, the only problem though is like. You can't tell who's you at that. You can't tell exactly. You can't tell if it's a Yankee. You can't tell if it's an Astro. You can't tell if it's a Red Sox. You can't tell if it's Tampa. You can't tell who it is. And you can't yeah. tell the catcher is. The video is so grainy. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to videotape a small box this big. And you can't see. So it's Another just thing difficult. too. Like I was telling him. The Astros literally put a camera hidden in center field. Like built into the wall. That's what they did. They didn't have someone out there with a camera with a long lens with a live feed. No, they had a camera built in. If the Yankees were stealing signs, excuse me, they wouldn't make it that obvious. There are so many fans around. If you look in the video, the camera pans and you see those cheap bleacher oh. seats are like seven dollars. Yeah, you see fans just walking there, up and down like it's someone nothing. would have noticed or said something or taking video and surfaced it years ago. This yeah. is back in 2018. You're telling me Why one is person out now. Honestly, this video could have been taken last week during practice, and then this is someone just BSing and saying, "Oh, this was taken two years ago." That could be a camera at a night game or a night practice a couple weeks ago. Yeah. When the Yankees were playing each other, and they were just wanting to take some video, and you know for analytics, that that could be it yeah. too. Or, worst case scenario, maybe the Yankees were stealing signs. Who knows? Like Rich was telling me this morning, because we had a discussion about it. There, there probably are other teams who have done this before. This isn't the Astros and the Red Sox got caught because they're dumb. That's why, and they had ex players like Friars who left, went to the Athletics, saw the Astros were doing amazing, and said, "Hey, you know what?" They were doing this. Well, let's just make one thing clear. If it wasn't just the Astros doing this. It wasn't just the Red Sox doing this. It was half the league, if not 90% of the league, was stealing signs. This was why I was very against instant replay to begin with. I'm like, there are going to be cameras set up everywhere. People are going to just say, hey, can someone just replay that real quick for me? What is this sign doing? What are they about to do? Like, We have a camera on it. It made sense this was going to happen. This was going to be... One of the reasons instant replay is very damaging for MLB. So it's just, it's a mess. But look, it, it, like, yeah, it is a mess. And the video is going to be down below between me and Richie. You can watch it, you know, play it back, watch it over again. If you're listening, we'll drop a link to the yeah, tweet if you're listening in the, live, in all the bio on we'll, YouTube. We'll also have the link below too. It's also, I posted it on our Facebook page, so make sure you go give it a like and follow. And you can watch it there, too. Yeah, you know, and also let us know later on, maybe on one of our posts, or comment down below on the video, what do you think? What do you think's happening? Yeah. Do you think they're stealing signs? Do you think it's something different? Do you think it's a bunch of nothing? Like, listen, I, a, Or I, maybe it's something we didn't even talk about. Maybe it's something totally different, and you, yeah. you have a different speculation. Yeah, I posted the video in, like, four or five Yankee Facebook groups. Somebody told me to go away, which I thought was hysterical. She was this old Karen lady. I can't stand those groups. I know you want me to join them, but like, I left one because people on there are the fakest Yankee fans I've ever seen in my life. 
Like, yeah, God so. forbid one person has a bad game and it's like, oh, trade them. What is wrong with you? You know, that's just what, how people are in general. Like, that's just you know what crazy fans. I'm a hardcore Yankee fan. He's a hardcore Yankee fan. And it's true what people say about Yankee fans. One thing goes wrong and you flip a shit and you freak out for no reason. I freaked out for no reason before and I'm sure you have in the past too. Of course. It's the nature of being a Yankee fan. So that's what happened. Last week. I hate J. Ha- J. A. Happ and I want him traded. No, oh, and actually, speaking of Jay Happ, because that brings us on to our next topic that is going to piss you off. Uh, he is actually start if the game continues tomorrow at Yankee Stadium against, uh, no, sorry, not Yankee Stadium, at uh, Camden Yards against the Orioles. He is starting, so that's fun. Are you mad yet? I mean, well, what am I going to do? We can't I do just anything saw it. about it. Yeah, you're clicking on a lot of things. I don't know. I just hope he doesn't suck. Uh, he's going to. But, you but know, I mean, we're playing uh, Baltimore, so he shouldn't. Who is he? Who is the pitcher for Orioles? How do you um, even say that name? Woj. Woj what? I don't know. It just starts out the same way as Adrian Wojnarowski. Wojciechowski. That is some name. Do they have the names on the back of their jerseys? Probably. That is a long name for the back of a jersey. That that curves. That is a long name. Oh, and what's even funnier is what's that? Four and five games later. Oh, Cole they, gets to play Wojciechowski. Hold on. They switched it. Because before when I pulled the screen up, it said Hap was tomorrow oh, and good. Cole Look was that. Thursday. It is Cole. So our boy Cole is pitching tomorrow's game if there is a game. Uh, there, there, there probably will be, but, you know, yeah. who knows? It says TBA right now for time. I'm excited for that because it's you gonna w- be a perfect game. <laughs> the oh. Warriors are so bad and Look, Cole is so good. Cole had... An amazing Yankee debut. It was subpar. on Thursday. It was and subpar. everyone's like, "Well, he only had five strikeouts, okay?" And he pitched absolutely amazing. He let up one hit, and that one hit was a home run. And there's people out there who are like, "Well, he was like, so I was talking to someone at my job the other day. Like, well, if the game continued, um, you know, he probably was gonna let up all these runs." I'm like, "That's not true." I'm like, "He probably would went one more inning." Another two innings, probably to the seventh inning, they would have let their bullpen come in. So I don't know what you're talking about. He's a Met fan, so. They probably would have pulled him in the sixth just because um, everyone's still getting back into pitching shape. And he was and doing great, too. He was doing well. He was doing well. There's no doubting that. Um, he's been better. It wasn't his best start. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't his best, best pitching, pitching performance out there. But yeah. as a Yankee debut, he was very excited. He was still a little bit nervous, too, because he's now yeah, pitching the for the Yankees. But he did great. He did absolutely great. I was so excited to see him on the mound. It was awesome. And, you know, I'm probably getting on the, the coal train with that, you know, on the bandwagon. But I don't care. He He's going to be someone that you look forward to watching the season. And I can oh, – yeah. he probably will win the, the AL side. $325 million, he better be something people are excited to watch. But it will help them win a couple of championships. Yeah. No, he had a really, really good start uh, first um, debut. There's been better. There's been worse. He didn't do anything too spectacular. He wasn't the dominating Cole that we have all become so used to watching. He'll get there, though. Of course he will. It's the first start of the season. All these players are still working back into shape, which is why I'm not freaking out over it. Just what it is, what it is. It wasn't anything special. If this was back in April, when he had a full two months to pitch and prepare and get loose and everything, he, he would have dominated. There's no doubt in my mind. Now, I've been me- meaning to ask this, but I wanted to wait to show because I want to see your reaction for it. Now, if... Okay, so for those who may have not seen the game, the game got rained out after six innings. Yeah. Uh, you know, torrential downpour lightning in Washington. Yankees are winning. 
So they end up they end up, you know, taking the win for the game. He only let up one hit. Now let me ask you something. Obviously he let up like a walk or two. Actually he let up th- three walks, I believe. Now, if he never got that he never let that hit go, he never got that run, he just had three walks. Do they count that as a no hitter? Because the game ended yeah. at six but do they count it because the game ended early? Yeah. That so, still counts. Yeah, no so if he was perfect up to then, does that count his career as a perfect game? Yeah. It does? Yes. There's not gonna be any like loophole, it's like well it's no, not a complete game. It would game. go down as like he had one perfect game, but it would say six innings or five innings, whatever it is. That would suck so much. Imagine the only perfect game you get in your career and it's like five innings or six innings. Yeah. Because the game got rained out. But you know, has that I actually do want to just talk about that series because, you know, it was the Yankees up against the defending World Series champions. And the other two games ended up being complete. The Yankees went on to lose game two. It was a kind of tough loss. Paxton Paxton shit the bed in his uh, first game back this year. I have to say that. he. I think he only pitched, like, two innings. He and pitched then, one inning, they took him out. He gave, that was one? He pitched one inning, gave four or, five, four or five runs. I don't remember the exact number. And then the bullpen. T- I think Michael King yeah, took Michael over? Yeah, Michael King came in, did three and a third, gave up. Uh, he gave up four runs. And he was doing well. His first inning, he did fine. His second inning, two runs. Next inning, two runs. So... It was just rough. It was a really tough loss. for. Uh, but they did bounce back. Yeah, they played well the next game. And the next they, game they almost lost, too. Let's, let's be real. If it wasn't for Glaber, they would have okay. lost. And Luke Voigt, because Luke Voigt tied the well, game. Well, yeah, Voigt tied the game. Now, right? I have to say, that was an amazing comeback the Yankees had against the Nationals. The Nationals were up 2-0, oh two, yeah, two majority of the game. And at, in the seventh inning, Tor- Torres hit a home run. They took a pitcher out. They brought a new pitcher in. Oh no! They took the starter out, which was. See if you look. Strasburg did. Strasburg was supposed to start on Saturday. He got taken out. Yeah, Strasburg has a. Corbin Patrick Corbin was dealing. Patrick Corbin was dealing on Sunday, and he didn't let any runs. Seventh inning hits. Glaber Torres hits a bomb off of him, makes it two one. Nationals. Then they pulled him. They they pulled him out for no reason. Let's look, he, listen, was he was he went six and a third, which yeah. he only threw seventy five pitches. He only gave up two hits, one of them being a home run. Struck out eight. The Yankees couldn't touch this guy, and they pulled him out for no reason, and they lost the game because of it. Yeah, yeah, they took him out. Luke Voigt steps in. He hits a a bomb. Yankee uh, game is tied, and then you know also Torres went three for four. Had a great game. Yeah, like I said, we absolutely great Torres. game. He hit the game and he hit the. Scroll up because I want to see when the third run. I believe that was in the eighth inning. Eighth inning, yes. Yeah. Yankees scored. I believe it. Oh. It was a blooper into center field, and Aaron Hicks scored. I forgot who was at bat. I'm not going to try and guess, but Chad Green. T- Chad Green took the win. Had two innings pitched, two Ks, one walk. So, and Doolittle took the loss. So. You know, at least Paxson on, not Paxson, who started? Jonathan Loisica was was the opener. He was the opener, and after that, they went straight to the bullpen. And the bullpen just, you know, did pretty good after that. I know it was, you know, they let up two runs, but still, they had agreed. Look, I I get, you know, Loisica, he's coming back. He only played a 
one or a couple games last year, just working him with himself back, and kind of been a rough road to I get like back yet. I like Weisinger. I love him. I didn't think it was fair. He only pitched three innings. He only gave had fifty one pitches, thirty two strikes. Um, I also I love if you're gonna start the game. I want to see you go six seven innings. The That's Yankees, just who I am. And the I understand. Yankees used a lot of pitch. Even the Nationals used a lot of pitching. They used five. Pitchers. They went Loisaga, Hale, Adovino, Green. Pitching the thing about the Yankees, who the, got the Yankees out of a bases loaded situation we saw him pumped up that was awesome but my problem with what the Yankees did is they're already short on bullpen help they already are missing their closer they had they sent Clint Frazier down so that they can have an extra reliever they lost they the have Jordan too. Montgomery down in the minors because they need the extra room for relievers why are you going to pitch someone put him in only three innings and then use Four, six or five. One, two, three, four. Another five pitchers. Now they're lucky. They didn't have to play the next two games, three games, that they can all rest. But if this didn't happen, you're just draining pitchers' arms for no reason. I would rather have kept Frazier or Montgomery on the Why team. Why did they send Jordan Montgomery? I didn't see that. Who? They sent Jordan Montgomery down. Yeah, Jordan Montgomery didn't make the team. You cho- you choose Jay Happ over Jordan Montgomery. Oh, I mean, I would, but. The problem, the only, here's the thing about sending Montgomery down. Montgomery, we both predicted, would be on the team, and he is. Like, the only problem is, like I just said, the Yankees decided they wanted one extra reliever. So that's why, because they don't have Chapman. So they're like, okay, we need another arm to help keep our bullpen solid, keep everybody fresh. Let's just keep him down, and we're going to bring him up in a week, and then things will be fine. And they were probably going to send down Frazier when that happened. But now I don't know when the hell Montgomery's going to pitch it's probably going to be sometime next week so he's going to be down there even longer Frazier just got sent down so they could call somebody up to pitch they needed another reliever so it's like and we don't even know when Tanaka's coming back either we, yeah, we don't know when Tanaka should be back in a couple weeks and that's the thing so yeah it's he just said, I think he said gonna... he should be ready by a Boston series I don't know if this was the first Boston series and the next Boston series me neither, but uh, but we need him back. <laughs> we need we need Tanaka back. He's, he's yeah, our man. He'll be back and he'll be fine. And you know Paxton, he's gonna be fine. He had one bad game and he's coming back. He just had back surgery, and everyone was like, "Oh wow, he got back like very quick." Like you think he had, well, he had the surgery back in January, or February? Who, Paxton? Paxton, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he had it recently. So for him to come back within six months, it's fantastic. And, like, every other team, like, you know, nobody had the proper training time to get ready for this. So, we're going to see a lot of teams where bats are on fire and pitchers are lagging behind. And the most similar thing I can relate this to is football back in 2011. They had the lockout. The CBA wasn't agreed to and all that. They had a very rushed training camp and everything like that. And how the season started was offenses destroy defenses. And that's what we're going to see happen in baseball this year. Pitchers, their arms aren't there, and it's much easier for a batter to swing a bat and get back into their stance that they've done forever than for a pitcher to consistently throw same arm slots, same angle, same speed, and all that stuff. And they're rusty. It's a lot harder to, you know, get the rust off when you're going like this than as opposed to boom. So... I think that not just the Yankees pitchers, not just any other team. I think a lot of the pitchers in the leagues are going to get smacked around real quick. I mean, we haven't seen anything crazy. But I mean, look at this Lions, uh, the Lions Tigers game, 15-11. They're not good. I'll tell you that Detroit is not good. There's no reason they and should they, have scored 11 runs, but they, they, they lost did. Couple, they lost a couple days before that. Yeah, to, they, uh, they gave up 10, 10 runs. Like, how are you so bad? They're just bad. They're just a bad team. Ah, uh, Torkelson. He'll be up there eventually, <laughs> but um, 
So, even, even though the Red Sox got spanked the other day by uh, uh, the Mets, I believe. How was that game? Oh, oh, this is spring training that we played. Oh, well, that's annoying. All right, we'll take. I take back what I just said. Hold on, because we're just looking at the Yankee scores. Uh, MLB. Yeah. So, well, they still got spanked the other day at the Tigers, and I know the Mets actually were hitting some dingers off of the Red Sox the other day. Cause you yeah, saw that great. Pete Alonso hit a nice dinger over the green, just barely Line got over the green monster over too. Over the green monster. Just barely. And I, you know what? Honestly, I hate it when Red Sox fans say, "Oh, Yankees have it easy because they have the short porch in right field." You guys have the same exact thing in left field. It's just a taller fence. All you have to do is hit a, a huge pop up, and it's out. Yeah, like look at this. Yesterday, two teams scored fourteen. One team scored eight. One seven. Yeah, Red Sox. Uh, Red Mets Sox beat the Red Sox seven yeah. four. And Ma- Miami beat the Phillies eleven to six. We're gonna see a lot of more high scoring games. Twins fourteen to two. Uh, we're going to see a lot more high, high Braves, 14-1 to 1 against the Mets. We're going to see a lot more high-scoring games this year, I believe. Um, so it's just a matter of, like, you know, you got to roll with it. We won't see, you know, a great year from Paxton, probably. Probably definitely not from Hap. Probably not from Montgomery. But that we have one of the best offenses in the league. Like, nobody wants to pitch against us. It's a terrifying lineup. Your one sliver of, like, okay, here's a breather is Luke Voigt. Who, when healthy and playing a full season, he can hit you 30 home runs. He'll bat to to six, 60, but he's gonna hit 40 home 30 home runs. It's a, it's a deathly lineup, and you know the best part about this team, especially right now, is the one, the only, Giancarlo Stanton. And as yep. much as everybody hates him, this is who you want. Now, first of all, now, there's a lot that goes into this. We don't we don't know where the season's gonna go with him. We're just talking about the first couple of games. No, here's what's going to happen with Stanton. I'm going to tell you right now. Sit down, boys and girls. Stanton is If you're not already sitting. (laughs) He's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. He is going to win MVP. He's going to win Cy Young. He's going to do everything. Did you say Cy Young? Yup, he's going to win it all. Stanton's been 444. He's got two home runs. He's got four RBIs, which isn't anything spectacular. But he's only played three games. And here's the best part. Stanton isn't good until it's hot out. He's not good until mid-10 to July... All of August and most of September, and lucky for him, it's his season hot out right now. is end of July, all of August, and all of September. He's going to go nuts this season. Look, and he's already got a 4.44 batting average. He's slugging 1.222. Uh, his on-base percentage is at a 5.54 right now. He's got two dingers already over the fence, which he hit both uh, two days in a row at yeah. Washington, and he actually has. In his career, the most home runs he's hit is at National Park. Yeah. So but, that's just a really good way to start the season. And he has four RBIs, too. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to do really well this year. He's DHing, too. Well, yeah. So he's going to do really well this year, and he's going to be the key to why the Yankees win as many games as they do. And it's, it's that simple. Everybody wants to hate him because he's always hurt. But he doesn't have to play a full season this year. He's pro- It's unlikely he's going to get hurt. He's a D-H. And now that there's a universal D-H, he doesn't have to play the outfield when they play the National League. He's literally going to go up, swing a bat, hit a home run, walk the bases, and sit his ass down. He, it's very I unlikely. Think it's a smart move for him to D-H. It's so very- he doesn't get hurt easily. And because he's our best, you know... He's our best player to be a DH. Who who else on the Yankees right now would you say 
oh, that could be a dope DH. No, it's Giancarlo Stanton could be the great DH. And like you said, I think he could get bounced back play of the year. But that all depends. Oh, there goes my mouse. That all depends on can he produce the rest of the season like he did in the first series against Washington? Or will he be mediocre or will he flatline? I think he's going to have a great season because here's I think the, he will have here's a great the big thing too. for him. He gets to play 10 games against the Orioles, who suck. Gets to play ten games against Boston, who sucks. He gets to play. The only it? teams he really has to go against is the National League, and he has to go up against the the, uh, the Tampa Bay. He gets to play Blue Jays. I don't know. I mean, they they got the new pitcher from the Dodgers through free agency. So, I think he's got like another six games against the Nationals, but those are going to be at Yankee Stadium. You're playing but. the Mets also. Uh, uh, the Mets, I mean, when they're healthy, they're, believe the Yankees, they're scary. I'm trying to think of who else is in the Analyst. the division between. Yeah, yeah, the Mets. You have the Phillies. Phillies, Marlins, Braves. Pirates yeah. too, right? Pirates are not in the NL East. No, I take that back. I'm, my apologies. Here, Washington. There Phillies, it is. Mets, Braves, Marlins. Oh. But no, he's he's primed to have a big season. Um Especially with all the players that opted out, who does get hurt, who does catch COVID. As long as he literally just hits the ball and goes back to the dugout and sits down, he's going to be fine. He's going to strike out a lot, and people need to shut up. At least Miami's in first place. Oh, my God. It's 2020, <laughs> and it's not. It, baseball isn't what it was 20 years ago, and striking out has become an acceptable thing, whether or not you like it or not. Well, every pitcher gonna, now is, every team is aiming for a pitcher on their team to, to at least hit the high 90s or, or or low hundreds. Not only that, they're. I mean, you look at the biggest pitchers, and obviously they have the most strikeouts. It's obvious. But oh, another thing that goes hand in hand: if you're going to have these pitchers who have these insane strikeout holes, you're going to have some of these batters who strike out a ton. I mean, look at Chris Davis, who can't hit the broadside of a barn. You have Stanton. You have Chris Judge. Davis sucks so yeah. much. I don't understand. But Stanton and Judge are both going to strike out two hundred times a year. And there's other batters throughout the league who are going to do that. Now, luckily, their numbers won't look that bad this year because they're only playing 60 games, so they'll probably strike out 100, and 100 or 110. Um, but, you know, it's, it is what it is, and you have to just get over the fact that, you know, he's going to strike out a lot. If he can hit you 30 home runs, get you 75 RBIs this year, are you really going to be mad at him? If he leads your team, if he wins AL MVP, you're still going to hate him? It's, it's asinine. Yes, he has a ridiculous contract, but every Yankee fan who doesn't like him should really, really, really hope that Stanton has a monster year so he opts out of his contract and goes somewhere else. That's literally what every Yankee fan should be hoping for. For one, he plays well for us. Two, he plays so well he goes away. That's what you're hoping for. And it's unlikely he opts out because he's not going to get another $300 million contract anywhere. And if, if the Yankees win the, the World Series this year, why would you want to go anywhere else? Exactly. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. But, I mean, there are players who they go to win the World Series and they could go back and they're like, mm, there's more money here. And that's 90% of what people do. They go and they follow the money. Like I said in the past, I've never really been on the, you know, Stan's fan list. I just felt like the past couple of years we've had him. He fell a little short. Since, I mean, 17, he was, he was he helped us. Not 17, 18, he, he did help us get to the playoffs. Wouldn't be there without him. I am, like I said, I've never been... A fan of Stan, but this season he is one of the players I am rooting for because I want him to have a great, amazing season in New York. I want him to help us get to the World Series. If he wins the World Series, does he move on to another team? No. I think he's going to want to come back and try and win back-to-back World Series with the Yankees next year. 
you have Cole for a long time. You have Stan for a long time. I'm sure Torres, when their contract is yeah, Sanchez, you're gonna sign LeMahieu again for another couple of years. You're gonna keep the same team. Another thing I want to talk about too, it's just a quick side note, is we've talked about this in the past and you know, there's a lot of players whose contracts are who go to free agency at the end of the year or the contracts are up with the Yankees. Tanaka is going to be the one who gets signed. I do not think Paxton's going to get signed with the Yankees again this year. I think he's going to have kind of an off season. He already has. Look, he played one game and he has a twenty-seven point zero oh, ERA. Shut up! You're, That's you're, so stupid. That's one game. Know? He pitched one inning. I, I don't care. That's stupid. You can't. He has a twenty-seven ERA right now. He pitched one. game I know, one but I'm you think, can't do that. You think about the past couple of years. He's always had a five or six ERA. He's not a number one. I know he he's with, not number one. If you have Cole, Severino, Tanaka, you have Paxton as your four. He's literally every other team's two. I'm still picking Tanaka over Paxton. Okay, I mean, of course you're going to take Tanaka, but you can't. they're not going to not re-sign Paxton after all they gave up to get him. It won't be they a big... They gave up their number one pitching prospect to get him. They're not going to be like, okay, we only wanted you for a year and a half. They trade him back. <laughs> he goes no. back to Seattle. Paxton's thinking. not going anywhere. Get over the only way he goes somewhere is if like they're able to like find a trade that they can send him and Frazier and Andujar and go and grab uh, Castillo from the, the Reds. Or Jack Flaherty from the Cardinals. Oh, that would be amazing. And that's the only way it happens, and it's not going to happen. The Cardinals will never do that, first of all. The Yankees <laughs> have no reason to. I just don't think he's going to have the best of year with the Yankees. He's coming off back surgery. That's what I'm the saying. The good thing is you get him cheap. You get a reliable, yeah. solid innings. Well, if they, when he's healthy, he's one of the best pitchers in the game, and that's been his knock for years. He can't so, stay yeah, healthy. Well, if they do want to resign him, they can, they can argue when it comes to that. It's like, well, you know, you, yeah, you had back two, surgery, you're, you're hurt. And what they're probably going to do is they're going to probably give him a two- or three-year deal. They need him. They cannot just say, no, we don't need Paxton. We're going to let you go away. We gave up or so much to Or do they let him you. go away and try to bring up a pitching prospect? I, they're, they're not going to, though. That's the only thing. It's I, Listen, I want to see a lot of the prospects. Garcia, King. But uh, Garcia's not ready. Like, we no, saw he's still that. very young. He's still very young. He's got, uh, he's got a while. So Paxton's a lefty. They're not going to trade him. Whether or not they want to call people up, they're not going to let him just walk away. Like I said, they gave up a lot to get him. They gave up Justice Sheffield, who was primed to be our number one pro, uh, pitching prospect, who was... Best friends with CC Sabathia, who was learning how to pitch from CC Sabathia. CC was giving all of his tips and tricks. He was going to be the next CC Sabathia for the Yankees, and they traded him for Paxton. And like I said, when he's healthy, there's no one better than. Uh, there's people better, but he's a, he's a top pitcher. When he's hurt, on the other hand, he sucks. And unfortunately for him, throughout most of his career, he's been hurt. Yeah. So, I'm not worried. I think we resigned him and Tanaka. The Yankees will be very happy to have all that depth. And honestly, they're going to make Loisga, Montgomery, Garcia, Schmidt, and King battle for that fifth spot. And they might even go for a six-man rotation, which was a big rumor that they were going to do this year. But it is what it is. But another thing that Nick and I could yell at each other about is the new expanded playoffs for the season. You want to talk about it? All right. So, yeah, this is going to be one of our episode ending topics for the, the day but yeah i have a lot of mixed feelings about this and they went up to 16 teams right yep so this gives more opportunity for more teams to come to second place 
or you know again with the wild card and say hey now now I have an opportunity to get into the playoffs instead of it being more of like a uh, instead of winning your division and then coming in through the wild card there's more of an opportunity for more teams to come in and I don't know how they're really necessarily going to set up if they're going to you know how there's like the ALDS the ALCS World Series I don't know if they're going to add another line and how that works. So, from what I was so I saw... Because they really um, haven't said too much be about like, it. It's going to be like how basketball, the 1 through 8 seed on each division will go at it. But they were saying that the number 1 seed could have the option of picking who they play in the first round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, they wouldn't necessarily be the ALCS, the ALDS, the wild card. They're not going to have those names. they would probably like round 1, round 2, round 3, round 4. Um... And then they'll World well, Series. And then World Series, but they'll eventually think of a name because they need to have a name. But I thought it was interesting the whole the one seed could pick who they play first. It's like, do you just pick the easy win and go against the eight seed, or do you pick the hardest team and try to knock them out? Knock them out quick. So it's it's very interesting. But also you have to think about like, okay, what team got hot going in? Was the eight team a team that was that went twenty and five to end the season, or was like the five seed a team that's gone like? 10 and 15 like to end the season like do who do you want to play the cold team or the hot team so that does make it a little bit more interesting because you think about it we only have a 60 game season there's 102 games that aren't accounted for and like nick keeps saying if this season were last year the nationals wouldn't have gone to the world series they wouldn't have won the oakland athletics wouldn't have gone into the playoffs to begin with the last year or two i feel that expanding to 16 games really opens up true competition because we kept saying, like, what happens if a team starts out hot? What happens if a team starts out cold and now they can't make it to the playoffs? What if it was a typical postseason of 10, what, 10 teams? 12 yeah. Teams? 10, if it was typical 10 teams, what happens to those last the, the last teams that go in and the last three teams for each side that came up really, really hot and they lost out by one or two games? And the teams that were falling out, they were on a big losing streak and like, they're trash. I think it opens up to make it more competitive and you really get a chance to find out who the real true champion of baseball is for the season. So you're cool with say there's a division that does say there's a, um, a division does pretty pretty crappy where like at least one you know someone is just at 500 but they still make second place. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're cool with that team. Yeah. Going to the playoffs so, say so, st- say someone start- like the Reds who just maybe makes it. You're cool with them coming into playoffs, knocking out great teams, and then getting yeah, into like the what fourth if they started, round? What if they started 10 and 11 and uh, 19 and then finished 20 and 10? That's not 500. Well, okay, if a team goes 10 and 20 to start off the season, like people write them off, they're trash, then they go on fire and they go 25 and 5 and they're five games over 500, why would I want that team in? Yeah, they, they may not be the best in the division, but no other team over the last 30 games was as good as they were. I, don't know, I guess it just bothers me because we could have had a longer season, but instead of doing a longer season, you shortened it, but you're going to go out and extend the playoffs. Well, you also have to remember who's extending the playoffs, the owners. Why are they extending the playoffs? Because they make more money. That's true. Now it's not just those 10 teams. Well, we, don't even know, we don't even know yet if fans will be allowed in the stadiums this year. They're still year. not going to be, but... I they're think gonna, it's going to be a full season without fans in the stadium. Yeah, no, fans aren't coming back. The reason, like, they're still going to make money because they're going to be on TV. They're going to get money yeah, you're from gonna get all more the viewers. TVs. Yeah. 
you're gonna get the viewer money um and then you know i'm sure if it's, it hasn't happened now so it's probably not going to but they could have struck a deal with like the sports gambling sites FanDuel and DraftKings to like do something and like re uh get some money there get some revenue but the team that now six extra teams get to come in and they get to make some money and these are teams that typically they'll be below 500 i mean look at basketball like i typically i don't like the 16 team formats i think it's bad for the game i think that it's not a good idea to have these sub 500 teams in the playoffs or one game over 500 in the playoffs just to get eliminated i get it, it builds experience all that i don't like it i think mlb has fun i think 10 game 10 teams is more than enough but for this season I think 16 games is necessary because you're not going to have... Yeah, this power. This move is only for this season. For now. This will they be could... spoken about in the new CBA with the universal DH and all that. Because yeah. once the owners see like they made some money, that six extra teams made money that isn't a typical... That they typically don't make money, they're going to be like, oh, well, I want more. Like, bring me more. And oh, now I can go and I have this extra $100 million. I can go and pay twenty million to some stud off the streets and make him my number one guy. It's like becoming more of like, not like the usual format playoffs. It's coming more of like a tournament. Yeah. Type of thing. And but that's what everyone's doing right now. Look at hockey. Yeah. Look at basketball. I'm not a hundred percent against it. I just I have just mixed feelings about yeah, no. having, like a really crappy team. Like if. The if Baltimore does just slightest better than Toronto. But we have to be realistic. Like Baltimore isn't going to be good this year. Like, no, but they, you, okay, you they, they have they're two and one. It's three games this season. They're yeah, not I, I don't, be good. I don't, I'm, I won't care about the uh, the standings until we're ten games or fifteen games into the season. Because then that's when you're really going to see teams start to more settle in. Yeah, and that's going to determine their growth for the rest of the season. So yeah. when fifteen games come, if one team is like ten and five. You already know how they're gonna play out for the rest of the season. I mean, but you could do also. You? But what what happens if Garrett Cole gets COVID? And he's out for two weeks, and he misses three too. starts. But we've what also happens seen if Glaber Torres breaks his leg? He's out for five weeks. We have an arsenal of other players. We've seen it last yeah. year when I Yankees mean, got yeah, had no almost, one. No one is gonna be as good as our two star players. No, I'm not I mean, saying. Look around the, all I'm saying is you gotta look around the league, and it's. You're not going to see the teams that would have finished at the bottom of the league throughout a full season finish near the minimum, the medi- the the middle. You're not going to see the Tigers. You're not going to see Baltimore. You're not going to see um, the Mariners. You're not going to see the Marlins. You're not going to see Pittsburgh. You're probably not going to see the Rockies. Like you're not going to see those teams in the top sixteen. The Padres are doing pretty good so far. I know we're only four games in, but. Padres, I mean, they have a solid team. It's just their they, pitching they, they sucks. Get, they get better and better. Every and listen, Padres were one of the teams last year. They started out really, really hot. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to the playoffs. And then they choked. Their pitching was that bad that they couldn't overcome it with Machado, with Hosmer, with Tatis Jr. They, they have, have one of the probably best um, defensive infields Machado, in the league. Machado, Tatis. But, you know, this Hosmer. is why you need this expanded playoffs because now a team like the Padres who are falling, they could stay in. And a team like the Diamondbacks, who are rising, they get in. Like, why? If the Diamondbacks were to finish a full season, say, 90 and 72? No, that's a lot. I don't know. If the, if the Diamondbacks would have finished above the Padres this season, why shouldn't they be in the playoffs? 
that's all that this is trying to do. It's trying to keep the teams that wouldn't make it in now just, while keeping the teams that are like, okay, you were really hot. like You can stay in, but let's get these teams that started out cold who are getting hot and deserve to be in who would have been better than you by season then. So we could get close. Let's see, when does the actual season end? It ends in 60 games, so it ends, what, end of September? Yeah, something end of September. So that's a, usually a, that's a little longer than normally is because it usually ends kind mm-hmm. of like mid... Doesn't it usually end no, midway? it goes to like October 2nd. The regular season? Yes. That's okay, so it extended playoffs games. and... Playoffs are going to go from no, um, October through November. That's, that's I wish it went a little further. We get some like get honestly some in Thanksgiving baseball. That'd be sick. They so they can't go that far though because it gets the, cold. The no, the networks already came out and said, "Listen, we have basketball and football and hockey. We don't have room for baseball." So you have to private have to stream be, it. Yeah. No, no, no. They said we have, we're not guaranteeing that we'll put your game on TV. No, I'm saying you would have to private stream it if they, they if wouldn't they, be able to. Nobody's going to be, be airing it. Yeah, so you wouldn't be able to stream it. Like. Some teams like uh, Yankees, who have yes, they might have that opportunity, but even so, they probably don't because yes isn't going to be allowed to film. Um, so it would it's a whole problem. So what's going to happen is typically you have a day or two in between these games. Literally, they're going to be going straight through, straight through one day a week off. Yeah, that's how it normally is. Though usually it's not for it, the playoffs though. Playoffs they they make them long. They give everybody a day off here and there. No, I'm saying you usually between series you have that day off. Oh yeah, but no, no there's no, never no. like a randomly in the middle of a series, uh, unless it's prob unless it's like a World Series where you're switching, yeah, stadiums. Then there usually that there usually is that day off sometimes. But like you were saying, it just powers right through. Also, we don't know these. I can't. They're not going to be five game series. They can't be. They don't have. I think the I think the first couple rounds are three game series. They have to. Be. I think it's simple. I think it's going to be more of kind of like probably the first. Unless you two extend the wild, be... unless you get rid of the wild card this year and you extend that series. Yeah, to I mean, three games. The only way there's a wild card game is if there's two teams that tie for the same record. Yes, then you have the wild card game and you have a one game playoff. But yes. if you're going to extend the playoffs, then totally drop that wild card game unless it's necessary yeah. for like a, a tied game and extended to three games which in the past i've actually thought about like it would be cool to have the wild card game be three games but it makes sense like, it I, does make sense to do that i get it but you also get that one and done game yeah I, I like the one and done just because it's different and you don't typically get that in baseball but at the same time you don't get that in baseball that's one very different game and it changes everything yeah but I, I don't know. I like it. I know you're not a big fan, but we'll see. You know, maybe when it comes around, I'll probably it'll probably grow on me a little more. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, it, it, it all depends. Episodes to talk. When they come out with a final statement on what they're doing, then I'll be a little more, you know, lenient with it. But right now, it's just kind of like we're extending the playoffs. There's no name for how many rounds we're doing or how many rounds we even are gonna do. So when that comes out, we'll talk about it. We'll discuss it again. We'll come back to the subject. And maybe I'll probably have a different approach on how I feel. But uh, that's actually going to end today's episode of Lizap, episode 9. You were listening to Nick and Richie, as always, guys. Like we always say every week, you know, comment, like our stuff, turn on those post notifications on YouTube. And I think there's probably one on Spotify, too. You can follow on Spotify. Go like us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter tiktok i'm posting out really dumb videos of myself on tiktok so if you want to get he a good is, laugh, go watch go watch come laugh um but yeah no we're having a good time lizap lizap baseball 
everything. Is Google it, Yankee, find search us. it. We're everywhere. Tell your friends and family. People you know who love good old Yankees baseball, let them know we're out here. Yeah. And let them listen. Let them watch. Have their own. Uh, they could be, you know, they could not agree with us at all. That's oh, perfectly if fine. You, if you don't agree with us, please like and follow us and now. tell us what we do wrong. And tell us why you don't agree with yeah, us. Yeah, well, then we can just yell at you through the camera. Don't just say we suck. We know we suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we, are not, we are not good people. We suck. No, we're great people. We love each other. We love everyone. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that concludes today's episode. Come back next week at 1030. Wednesdays in the morning, you can hear our voices and see our beautiful faces. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you later. Peace. It's